Welcome to the Semi-Americans Podcast. It's our weekly special collaborative episode with Get Fact DT. First off, we want to thank everyone who came out last Sunday, November 21st, at the global No More protests. We had a peak of around 15,000 people showing up in front of the White House to denounce the U.S.'s misguided policy interventions in Ethiopia and Africa. It was truly overwhelming to see all of the non-Abisha protesters. Quick shout out to my brothers who joined. You know who you are. We appreciate all of our allies. We can't keep this momentum going without everyone's participation, regardless of religious background, nationality, socioeconomic background. It was a coming together to stand for human rights and justices and for the sovereignty of a nation and an entire continent. There were many great speeches at the protest as well. We wanted to highlight the strong black voices that had the courage to provide their views on why these protests are incredibly important. We also felt it best to include only young black women voices on this episode, because oftentimes those are the same voices that are overshadowed or stifled. We've compiled three speeches in particular because we felt that they encapsulate the various points of concern and outrage at the ongoing situation in Ethiopia and Africa. They include subject matters related to unity, empathy, the importance of African independence, the human rights and justices being committed by the terrorist TPLF, especially when it comes to innocent women and children. This is only the beginning. We have to continue driving forward with the momentum. Ethiopia forever and after that. I am here to represent the no longer silent majority. The countless Ethiopians that empathize with every innocent life that was lost at the hands of this ongoing conflict. We are choosing to be on the right side of history and humanity. We are here for the people and not for the politics. We choose not to engage in what the global media is perpetuating, which is the concept of oppression Olympics in the Horn of Africa. Because when one tribe hurts, we all hurt. When one African nation suffers, we all suffer. When one person is suffering and experiencing pain, we all experience their pain. And it absolutely saddens me to see how we continue to gaslight and amplify one suffering over another. Violence is violence regardless of the victims and we and who the perpetrators are and what tribe they are from. This is a call to action to every single human being here who has ever cared about Ethiopia, about black people globally, about their liberation, about leadership, and about African history. If you are telling yourselves, especially to the Ethiopian Americans like myself, if you are telling yourself this is not your fight, that this is not directly affecting you, that your voice is not valid, that this isn't the time to, uh, this is no longer the time to watch on the sidelines while history plays out. Yes. Yes. What will you tell your future generations to come? What will you tell your children as they come? What will your legacy be? Will there be more bloodshed or more peace? Did you advocate for the innocent or did you ignore their agony? If you are deliberately choosing not to inform yourself on the, on the complexities of this multifaceted issue, then you too are a part of the problem. Please, I'm begging everyone to be a part of something part of the solution, get involved, get educated, show empathy, and be a part of the solution. Yeah.
Meet with the organizers that are here today. Meet your community. Talk to the person next to you today. Communicate. Create a sense of community and ensure you are utilizing your voting power in your local elections. We gathered here to simply say no more to the pain, no more to misinformation, and no more to neo-colonialism. But we also, but we also must say no more to ethnic violence that continues to plague our people. We cannot. I repeat, we cannot continue to be defined by our deficits. Yes. We reject the trademark of hate and war that has starred Ethiopia for decades. We are more than our wars. We are more than famine. We are kings, queens, leaders, and pioneers. Yes. Ethnic federalism is divisive, yes. destructive, and we are here today as a result of this systemic failure. Yes. It has harmed more people than it has helped. And I challenge everyone here today to uplift everyone's diverse differences in a way that shifts our global narrative as Ethiopians. We invite, we continue to invite superpowers into our affairs because we are constantly at war with ourselves. This is not who we are. This is not the Ethiopia that we want to be defined. This is not what we want Ethiopia to be synonymous with. Yes. This cannot be our hallmark. Yes. We must end ethnic-based based violence yes. once and for all. Yes. We must reject that this notion we must reject this notion that someone should suffer simply on the basis of their ethnicity. It is barbaric, barbaric. it is belittling, yes. and it is absolutely beneath us. Yes. We must do better as a people. Yes. Lastly, we must ultimately decide that as a people, we will truly treat each other with dignity and the world will see Ethiopia for what she truly is, a beacon of hope, history, power, peace, and love. Unity. Please remember that unity will always be strength and division will always bring us weakness. Yes. Yes. Today, I'm here to tell you a story. A story of a woman who is a mother of three children in the town of Nifas Moja in Amara region. For this mother, it was just another day taking care of her children outside of her house when she saw four militants coming towards her home. And as they neared, she realized they were TPLF fighters. Alarmed, she ushered her children into the house. The TPLF fighters broke down her door, entered her house. And these are her words. Three to four TPLF fighters came over to where I was sitting. One of my sons realized what was about to happen and started screaming for help. Mind you, a helpless boy is about to witness one of the darkest scenes of his life. And she continues saying, they threatened him, saying they would beat and kill him. And they forced me Three to four of them gang raped me with a gun pointed on my head. Take a moment, think about the words of this suffering mother. Can you believe?
believe, can you be in her position right now? Can you bear to see yourself, your mother, your sister, your daughter, your wife, or your friend being gang raped by three men? Can you imagine the pain and the agony of this family? What we cannot bear to see and imagine is what three children saw. These children saw their mother being gang raped right in front of them. Now, if you ask me why I'm here, it is because my life has not been the same after hearing the voice of this victim. This haunting story is not just for one woman, not a hundred, but is the story of thousands of women in TPLF invaded Amara and Afar regions. So I decided to echo the voice of one victim. And I keep thinking, when will these women find justice? When will these poor people find peace? Or peace of mind? Our people are bleeding inside and out. Our people are traumatized. We shudder as we read the words of rape victims and reports of massacre. And as long as the TPLF is armed, they will continue their violent attack on innocent civilians. And these dreadful stories will not stop. Are these horrific stories not enough for the world to demand the TPLF to disarm? How many women and children have to be brutally attacked for the world to demand for the TPLF to stop their aggression, to stop their invasion? We all of us must act until the world hears every single story and responds to the TPLF war crimes on humanity. When we look back to this moment, years from now, can we say we were on the right side of history? Did we do everything we can to prevent the violence against women and children, the massacre of innocent people? Did we stay silent or use our voice and our means to support thousands of victims? I hope the answer is we did everything we can.
It is not lost in the black radicals and revolutionary pan-Africanists that we U.S. settler colonial state is an extension of Western Europe and as such it is motivated by a white supremacist imperialist worldview. In spite of its benevolent rhetoric, the U.S.'s unwavering commitment to full-spectrum dominance reveals the only true intentions it has for Ethiopia and for our homeland, Africa. Since the 1950s, African movements against colonialism and for continental unity have been sabotaged by U.S. administrations of both parties. Leaders such as Police Lumumba of Congo were assassinated by the U.S. CIA, and Kwame Nkrumah of Ghana was overthrown in a CIA in a CIA-orchestrated coup. Ten years ago, the U.S. led the NATO bombing of Libya, which decimated the country, killing not only the leader, Gaddafi, but also an untold number of Libyans. This was the operation of the U.S. Africa Command, AFRICOM, that has since been responsible for thoroughly militarizing the continent of Africa, including waging an unmitigated drone war in Somalia. The relative instability in Ethiopia can only be sustained through U.S. support. The empty rhetoric from officials like U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken represents the propaganda aspect of the hybrid war waged against Ethiopia. It is important that we see the sanctions, media information, and the arrogant ultimatums by U.S. imperialism for what they are, the desperate, the desperate mechanisms of global power in crisis. Western imperialism is being confronted by people-centered expressions of resistance in Africa and globally. This week, a French military convoy from Ivory Coast transitioning across Burkina Faso toward Niger, a source uranium for France, was stopped by 10,000 demonstrators demanding that the French forces evacuate from the region. The convoy had already been stopped on November 17th in Burkina Faso City, Bobo Dialasso, and on the 18th in the, cap in the capital. The imperialist press won't cover this resistance. Now expressions of solidarity from around the world are standing up for the Horn of Africa. While the Black Alliance for Peace is committed to peace, we understand there can be no peace without justice. And we will stand in solidarity with all the peoples and nations who strive to liberate themselves from all forms of neo-colonial oppression. BAP takes a resolute, anti-colonial, anti-imperialist position that links the internal role of the U.S. empire to the domestic war against poor people and working class black people within the United States. We unequivocally support and uplift mutual cooperation, solidarity, and peace among all parties and people in Ethiopia, Eritrea, and the broader Horn of Africa region. We support African-led, localized conflict revolution Resolution that is not tied to advancing imperialism, neocolonialism, or any other nefarious Western agendas. We must all transform our mobilizations into organized, protracted struggle that forges a transcontinental cooperation that will save ourselves from the greatest threat to peace and stability on the planet, the U.S. government. The U.S. EU-NATO axis of domination will ultimately find its deathbed in Africa at the hands of pan-African masses. U.S. out of Africa, shut down AFRICOM, no compromise.
Yeah, the 